You're listening to the Black Eagles podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 151 of Besiktas International's The Black Eagles Podcast. Coming in live from a uh, very snowy winter wonderland of, of a New York City, and I suppose probably New York State at large. And to confirm that, with me today, alongside yours truly, Sinan Gordon, is... The Akman back again. Everyone, how you doing, sir? Um, doing a ray. I'm also snowed in. Yeah, yeah. It's it's official, huh? Um, yeah. I I would have suspected as much. Usually, you guys get it worse. Uh, I, I remember going to school, university up north, and, and the snow was uh, pretty serious. <laughs> um, you're not quite that far north, though, right? You're still at home. Having yeah, finished so. school. Finished. Um, but so, yeah, we've got a lot to talk about, actually. And in fact, um, not all of it has to do with just Trabzonspor, right? Uh, there's some actual transfer news to discuss uh, this time around. Some, some actually real surprising stuff. But obviously, before we get there, we'll talk about the big match that we've... Uh, We've just experienced, if you will. Uh, it's been a couple days. We're, we're a little late. Um, we have another match incoming very shortly, which is probably a good thing. Um, but, yeah, we obviously have the match against Trabzon. Hosting, you know, in Vodafone Park against Trabzon Sport uh, to talk about. Evron, lead us in with, um, I guess, like, how, how was Trabzon looking going into this match? Like, I, it's probably pretty well known that they... We're on a pretty good run of matches undefeated. Certainly, if you look at their last five, right? You had uh, victories against Basakshi here in the Cup. The Super Cup, that is. Uh, the win against Genschler, win against Konya. Draw against Antalya. We'll have to talk about that. Uh, they beat Gustepe, Fatih Karagumruk. So, like, a number of kind of middling opponents. But, nonetheless, good results, right? Yeah, I mean, they've definitely... Um, improved since the time you know earlier in the season they were close to the relegation zone now they're closing in on that fourth place Europa League spot so yeah and so pr- prior to our match they were in uh, I think sixth place um, and I think I had actually declared them pretty much done and dusted because um, they were so far back on us points wise uh, but you know Obviously, still a team to, to be uh, cautious with, um, a talented side in good form. Um, and so what about our lineup, everyone? And if you have any notes on Trabzon Sport, go ahead with that too. Yeah, I mean, it was the, I would say, the anticipated 11. Um, Erson and goal, Rosier, Montero, Vida, Ridvan, which I think was our best back line after Wellington lost his spot. 
Um, yeah. Joseph adds a six. Atiba, Mensa in front of him. Gezal, Abubakar, Laren, which seems to be the, the go-to front line. Uh, Gekhan Terra was out. Again, he hurt his ankle. Um, so he's out for a few weeks in training. Or he got yes, hurt from man. training, so he's out for a few weeks, which is highly unfortunate for us. But, yeah, that's... The glass man, yeah. man. This guy just can't stay healthy. Um, I shouldn't make too much fun of the guy, though, because on another note, he did just have a child. So congratulations to Gokhan. Yeah, and he, I mean, he had a really good performance right before Yeah, he got the hurt week before, too, so. for sure, yeah. Um, assisting on the uh, the goal to Abubakar. But, uh, for those of you who, who listen to us regularly, you have already heard my little spiel on that. But so... Yeah, a pretty decent lineup. I was actually pleased to see Montero you know, paired with Vida. I still think that's our best back line. Um, a bit of bad luck in this match, which we'll have to talk about, but really a fairly solid game from the two of them for the most part. Um, and that's all I'll say without spoiling. Let's let's dig in, I guess. Um, you have any other notes, uh, Evron, to talk about before? Um. I guess a real quick look at Trabzon's lineup. Uh, they spent pretty big money for Turkish League standards. They're bringing Bakasetas from Alanya. Yeah. Um, he started the game on the bench. Um, yeah. And then they dropped the Lewis Baker to the bench for this game. But um, he ended up playing the whole game as we'll start you know, yeah, <laughs> describing we'll the first that. minute. So. Well, so yeah. Um... I'll just dig into sort of match events, and what happened here was really unfortunate. Abdul Kadir Parmak, um, I he just sort of came up short on a run. Had like 25 in, seconds in. <laughs> for 34th, yeah, literally, I think it was the 34th second where he sat down, and yeah. um, he'd be done for. He was crazy tears, so it's he was obviously suffering greatly, unfortunately for him. Uh, but so you know, prayers up for uh, for Parmak. Uh, but so yeah, that's what you were talking about with Lewis Baker coming in in the first minute of the match. Um, the next event was actually um, in the seventh minute, and Kyle Laren, um, I, I, was he called off for this? But I, I know he had no. a really, he, in the end, I think it was waved off, right? But he had a really good attempt on goal that uh, Urjan saved brilliantly and that would be no it wasn't called off it was given like the corner kick was given it the yeah, the, the yeah. complaining part was that there was a handball from tribes on the build-up and the, we thought we might get a free kick but the pass went through anyway and then laren's shot was strong but like too central so yeah i mean he had a pretty good i mean urjan did well um you know especially with it being so early in the match he was he was ready um eyes wide open if you will made a decent save uh, which would be a theme, if you will. Um, in the 11th minute, almost the 12th minute, there'd be some more bad news in the injury department. Um, this time, it would be Ridvan Yilmaz coming out. And it looked bad. Uh, not tears, in this sense, but also kind of pulled up lame. Um, Fabrice Nsakala would come in. Do you, do you have any notes on the injury, Evan? Um, I think they said he's going to be out for two weeks. I think yeah, yeah. It, it it wasn't, at first it looked like he pulled his hamstring. Yeah, um, I thought But it was you know, bad. sometimes those things can be like pops and you're out for like a lot longer. But exactly. the reports are saying that it's it's not too serious. So obviously he won't be playing for the next couple games. Um, but. Yeah, it, obviously a, t a terrible shame. Um, 
yeah, just a terrible shame. <laughs> um, uh, but so Inzaglo would come in. In the 22nd minute, Gazal would have a funky looking cross, uh, find Laren's head. <laughs> uh, this time, I, I think it was a much more pedestrian save from Urjan, but um, he did get him kind of going the other way, so he made it look flashy. Uh, but a decent yeah. header, decent header from Laren. Um, and again, a I kind think of it was setup. the unexpected nature of the of the shot. I don't think like I don't think it would have been difficult if Urjan was set, but I think he kind of like he made it hard for himself, his, and then he like made it flash. Shot it, and then like he, you know like skewed it way wide, and then Larian was like, "Oh, back post cross." <laughs> yeah, this is what I do. I know, I know what to do now. Uh, and it could have been a goal against another keeper just because he was going the other way. But uh, I mean, I, I thought Larian's first shot was a little more. Of a challenge for Urjan, but anyhow, in the 28th minute, and this is where before telling, uh, who I mean, this was a surprise actually. Fabrice and Sakala up the left side with a pinpoint cross to Abu coming in towards the goal. Lovely, powerful header. Um, Urjan, sorry, I'm doing your job here. Everyone, uh, tell us, tell us what happened here. What did Urjan yeah, do? With this? So Urjan, unsurprisingly, gets a hand to it. Um, is he was definitely on top form, but he tips it onto the post, and Abubakar got a lot of power behind the header, as you mentioned. Yeah. Um, Sorry. <laughs> and that uh, was one nil. Yeah, and it was looking good because, like, we looked solid. As I've mentioned, we had like three or four chances on goal. You know, we were keeping Urjan on his toes, and then sure enough, put one past him, uh, which he would have been really bummed about, you'd think, you know, because he played real well. And even got a piece of that, but, um, but so yeah, there it was, one goal, uh, and that would be a, a, just an interesting note here. Um, that was Abubakar's twelfth of the season, so he's now tied with Kyle Laren yep. um, on twelve goals. What? What? A, what? A, who knew? Who knew this would be our issue here, having two twelve-goal scores at the midway point? Um, but anyway, a lot more to discuss. Um, Right after the goal, another boneheaded tackle. This is a theme. Uh, boneheaded tackle from, from our man, Valentin Josier. I mean, whether or not it was worthy of a card. I mean, no, nah, it was worthy of a card, huh? There was some cleats in there. <laughs> Pretty too Yeah, I mean, we've seen worse tackles. Um, I don't think, like, it, he didn't actually, like, stomp on him, but he, he left his studs up as the guy was swinging through the ball. So after he kicked the ball, he swung through and hit the studs of Rosier. So it wasn't, like as bad as some other yellow cards we see like when Arda two-footed a guy um but um it was definitely like in the rules can be a yellow card because he had his studs up so yeah i, I mean i remember thinking oh stupid tackle dude um but so yeah uh shortly thereafter there'd be another yellow card handed out to ekuban and i think this was him yelling at the rep yeah, he wanted a penalty and he didn't get it. Um, yeah, that's what it was. It was a bad... I remember the... It looked like a penalty, but in fact, it was a simulation, a dive. Because um, Nsakala's foot didn't make the I wouldn't contact. say it was a dive because there was contact, but it was like an extreme exaggeration of the contact. Like, it was a slight um, contact on his body as Nsakala tried to kick the ball. And he was like, boom. He was like, well, the like reason didn't know what to do and just was like, all right, I'm down. The reason I call it a dive is because he simulates on the contact that didn't happen. So the, 
the contact that you're talking about, it was there. There was definitely some back and forth, but um, the main contact, kind of quote unquote, quote unquote, that he like falls for. Actually, if you look on the replay, Zakla's foot misses his leg. It kind of goes right over it, and that's when he kind of heads down. So. Um, yeah. I think he just like chose the wrong time to go down. Wait, Whatever the contact it was. was mainly just between like Insakula's like hip and yeah, yeah, um, exactly. So he 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 did like swing his foot at, but he didn't actually kick him. And then like just his hip went into like I would guess his backside, and then he just kind of threw himself down. Exactly. Um, but so yeah, unfortunately, four minutes later, however, probably the most garbage of freaking own goals ever to, ha to have been scored uh, occurs. I uh, hand it to you again. Yeah, so uh, Nawak Ayama continued his, uh, his run menacing, was nice. menacing form. I think it was the second time in the half where he cut in on Joseph. I think probably the only time we've seen anyone beat Joseph like that. He did it twice. Um, like this yeah, happened Joseph, like a couple minutes Joseph took it personal. He was pissed. You could tell. Nakayama after... blasted it over, but this time he goes for a lower shot and it hits Vita, who's like blocking the near post, and so it's going across the box, like towards the sideline, and Mr. Montero sprinting back, you know, trying to get back. Yeah, rightfully, he was doing. I mean, no yeah, one is to blame. In case there was it's a rebound, he's trying to be there, but um, the rebound came from Vita. He comes across the box, hits Montero. Everson was on the ground because he was trying to save the initial shot, and then the ball goes squirming towards goal. Um, from the ground, Everson like, tries to lunge for it with his hand. Somehow yeah. it squ squirts in, and uh, it's 1-1. Yeah, it's just the absolute worst. Because like, it was such a good half from Besiktas, actually. Um, you know, obviously the blemishes being injuries and stuff, but really, like Besiktas pretty much controlled the half for the most part. Um, so apart from, as you mentioned, Wakayama kind of doing a little terrorist <laughs> activity <laughs> in our end. Um, but, you know, Besiktas was solid. Um, I, I forgot to mention in the 40th minute, Bernard Mensa had a, a nice dribble for, uh, up to about the edge of the penalty box and then sent in a lovely shot uh, that Urjan did really well to save. Low to his left. Um... A lesser keeper would probably have let that one go through. Um, yeah, and also, Trouzen had one big chance of that first half that Erson saved. Um, I don't remember who was through. I think it might have been Giannini because I didn't see the replay. But uh, Erson made a nice one-on-one -on -one save when we were up 1-0. And then uh, all of a sudden, you know, we were. it, it kind of seemed like one of those things like, oh, that's like a game winning save like, you know that's a, that was gonna be their only chance and then they scored off of uh, garbage some randomness yeah. garbage um so yeah i think this may have been in the first half also edgar ea uh your boy <laughs> had boy, got a yeah. yellow card for just a, a just a terror ugh, garbage tackle um stopping mensa and, and it wasn't like it didn't look so bad at first but it, it was one of those ones where you make knees knock and, and it could have caused an injury. So that was, uh, he got carded rightfully. Um, yeah, that was still in the first half, according to this thing here. But yeah, uh, he did defend time. well besides that, I will say. Um, but so yeah, then there it is, halftime 1-1. One, one. Um, just, again, just terrible because we deserved to be ahead. Maybe even by more than one, considering 
how many nice saves I mentioned by Urjan there. Uh, and instead, because of the Garbaggio, we're, we're tied 1-1. Uh, that's just, that's not fun. Um, 59th minute is the next highlight to mention. Uh, almost halfway into the 59th minute, a free kick falls onto Laren's head. Uh, Laren sends it a bit wide. Maybe it was intentionally a pass to Atiba. I don't think so, but Atiba heads it into the side post. Um, a decent little attempt there. I don't remember who took the free kick, but it wasn't Gazal. It was Gazal. Was that's it? What, that's yeah. That's what the. Uh, that's what I remember, and that's also what my uh, my live ticker says that I'm looking at. Right now, so. I couldn't tell. Um, but that would be right before. In the 62nd slash 63rd minute, I don't know where they placed it, but um, I mean, I guess first we should mention some subs. No, the subs all came. Yeah, that was, that was all after. So yeah, sorry. Um, so yeah, in the 63rd minute, Wakayeme again. Man, I mean, this time it was pretty nasty, huh? Wakayeme dribbled. Do you know who it was? He dribbled on our on the touchline. It was Abu, really. Uh, but it was yeah. two guys, because it was Abu and someone else. Abu was the one who was on his back, and then it was, uh, I think it was Gezal and Abubakar were the two defending Nawakayama, which was probably not a, a big break moment. I was going to say. Um, considering Joseph and Rosier could barely handle Nawakayama, I mean, just having, you know, two attackers who don't really defend much against their very clearly star player. Yeah, and he just made them look like children, uh, and just lovely square on to Victor Hugo, who smashes it in. Sorry, yeah. I did your job again. That's fine. <laughs> Any comments there? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't good defending um, from Abubakar and Gazal, but at the same time... Um, why would it be? Like, why are they there defending? Yeah, the I, I don't... You know, it is it is their fault, but it's also like, you know... Our players have been getting cooked left and right by this guy, um, and that's not really an exaggeration. No. He needed more attention than what he was given, so. Yeah. Um, 68th minute, Nkuru had a lovely shot low to the left, saved by this freaking guy who just couldn't give us, like, breaking my balls here, man. Ujan, can you just take a day off, you freaking creep? Um, uh, that, yeah, that one especially hurt because it seemed like it was a nice chance to get us back in the game uh, right after they'd scored. Did you say and, the subs did? Or oh, yeah. The that, sorry. The subs after I just did the whole thing, too. Yeah, so Nkuru would come into the match for Gezel. Again, I don't... They should play together just for once so that there's like a little pressure from both sides, but whatever. Uh, Mensa would leave the game for Dorukan, which is... A gosh darn mystery, if you want my honest opinion. Yeah, I thought um, that was two really bad substitutions. I think the Unkudu Laren combo is really bad. Um, because I don't think Unkudu can really play be. without a second winger um, to open up space for him. It's It seems like the obvious move every time is like get a second winger out there so you can get pressure from both sides, and instead he always takes out the one actual winger we have for the other. It just, I don't get it. So yeah, I, I mean, I've been critical of Sega and subs throughout, even though we've had results go our way. And this was um, just in the, the second one, the Dorokan for Mensa sub is the one that really uh, was mysterious. I thought Mensa had a really solid first half, to be honest. Um, uh, just bringing the ball up and 
you know, his passing wasn't even as bad as it typically is. <laughs> uh, but if you need to take him out, which is fine, you know, you, you make your call on that regard. Why bring on someone defensive when you're down a goal? Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was mysterious. And especially considering we're all waiting for the Lijic sub, considering what he did for us last week. Uh, but so then that chance would occur that I mentioned, uh, the Nkudu one. And then Adam Lijic comes on for Atiba in the 76th minute. Um, yeah, any, any thoughts on that yeah. sub? Um, I think if it was this order was wrong, it should have, if you're going to take out Mensa, obviously Lijic should have came on right away. Exactly. And I think Dorukan coming on wasn't necessarily like... I understood it, but Mensa was actually a good offensive threat, and Atiba was having one of his off games. Um, but we left him on longer for when he was struggling to be an offensive threat when we needed to score. Um, so that like just seemed rather backwards to me. But, uh, yeah, and then seventy-seventh uh, minute, <laughs> yeah, uh, a red card for the man who should not have probably come into the match, as both of us seem to agree. Dorokan took us with the dumbest tackle of the season. All cleats. It was much like um, the one that uh, dude did on Montero's face last Oh, Giagne, yeah. Except yeah, he Giagne. caught him in the hip. He, yeah, yeah, it, it was, was a little was less a clear, nasty. Yeah. I mean, you could see there was stud marks raking down the guy's thigh. It was definitely a red card. Really no need for the challenge. It was like... Just... Absolute Useless. stupidity. Let's be honest. It was absolute garbage. Uh, and what what's worse is like the, it gets the conspiracy theories pumping. You, like, most people are, are assuming that Dorakan's going to sign with Fenner, and so he gave them first place <laughs> with that move right there, pretty much. Um, the conspiracy theorists get some fodder there. Not to mention like I I thought a weird moment was right after he got the red card was Urjan came up and gave him a little kiss on the head. <laughs> it was like a little like shouldn't you be yeah. mad that he just like kind of injured your player and instead it's I mean, like thank you for helping they do, me they are national team teammates so I'm guessing that's what it was but yeah he just, he just cleated this this man so. teammate yeah you'd think he'd be more angry than like but on the other hand there's a, probably a very clear recognition that he just won the game for his team um, yeah any other comments there no it's just I mean I want to mention uh, we had Ozhan um, and Hasic on the bench if we needed goals, along with Lajic, and then for some reason we, we chose Dorukan, and then I guess he was coming in to add some energy and steel, and he just certainly put his steel into the uh, <laughs> opponent's midsection, so that was, uh, that was something else. I, I didn't really yeah. know what else. No, I mean, it was, uh, the worst part, I suppose, is that if you, I mentioned that we played really solid in that first half and didn't deserve the 1-1. And then, um, the second half, we came out just flat, honestly. It, that's when we really started playing down to our opponent, if you will. And, um, yeah, so you'd think that we'd try to get more aggressive and take take control of the match and, and be more attacking and instead we go defensive and kind of stay flat-footed for the most part and, and keeping the ball more 
back in our side of the pitch. So, I, you know, I, I didn't like any of the tactics and the, and the logic, if you will. Um, anyway, uh, th there wouldn't be much action um, for a while. Some subs by Trabzon. Uh, a yellow card for Lewis Baker. A yellow card for Adem Ljajic. Uh, I guess let's talk about the big moment in the 87th minute. Yeah. That was, we created one chance after the red card. And it was quite a big one. Rosier put in like this low cross. Um, but it deflects up into the air. And Joseph tries to jump up for it. Um, goes over his head, but it falls to a Abubakar. Close range, diving header. And he kind of puts it in the middle of the goal um, when he had the whole like corner open uh, which was kind of frustrating and then the rebound falls to Laren he like double whiffs it with his left foot no no the uh, first one he hits and is blocked and then the second oh uh, okay the second one he just whiffs it he <laughs> just like and, and what's like we were talking about this pre pre-match or pre-episode rather um just that it was a tough shot I think, you know, like, it's a it's a rebound with his off foot, and he's already a very technically limited type of dude, if you think about it. Um, so, like, the result isn't a real shot, but it, it just looked so bushly, <laughs> the way he, like, yeah. like, fluffed it wide, and, like, it was just fluttered off, not dangering. And it was such an important moment, too, for us. Um, yeah. But so, yeah, Abu will get the majority of the blame on that. Uh, for the, the first shot, but I, 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 I don't think anyone's to really blame. I think Urjan makes a fantastic save again. Um, and then uh, Laren's first attempt is actually blocked by the defender fairly well. Maybe that's your boy Edgar yeah, even. And then, you know, that last thing is just a bad situation made, made to look worse through poor technical ability. Um, but so that's how it would end in the 96th minute of extra or in the sixth minute of extra time in the 96th minute of play the whistle would be blown trap zone wins one to two on the road a terrible loss for basics <laughs> i think we can say um i guess before we do any further analysis everyone why don't we talk stats and you can you know you, your your statistics can kind of add to what we have to say about any individual performances. So, uh, we had 64% possession, um, 22 total shots. Um, for those shots, we had our XG was two. That's our expected goals according to Rosie Sports. Um, Trabzon's expected goals was 1.2. So um, we should have won this match, freaking A, man. Yeah. Um, Urjan made, let me get the exact, he made seven saves. It's Not like a FIFA number. I, I'm, yeah. <laughs> someone in the group chat said that. It's true. It's like, it's just ridiculous. And like five of them were really solid saves. You know, three yeah. of them were like extra human. <laughs> it sucked. Damn it. Um, yeah, I mean, it was... If you want to talk individual stats... Well, first, I mean, man, let's, first let's talk about how Bechers had 22 shots <laughs> to the yeah. 16. Uh, and... Possession we dominated, right? 65%? Yeah, 64%. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone on Bishkush had a uh, an amazing game. Um, I guess in, off the bench, and Sakla had a pretty good game, considering everyone usually was like, you know, oh man, he's coming on, he got an assist, he 
won six out of eight duels. Um, none of the goals were his fault this time. Yeah, the goal came um, out of the other flank, so. So he actually had statistically a, a quite good game, which, I mean, obviously we don't want Ridvan to get hurt, but that was good. Yeah, um, and, and it's A, it's good that Ridvan's not out for a long time, and B, it's good to know that we, like, for anyone who complained about Cycle, that we have a good player um, yeah. coming in. I, you shouldn't complain too much. I thought he looked pretty solid. He had one sort of positional error, I noticed, um, where he wasn't playing wide enough to defend properly, but besides that, he was solid. Yeah. And then Laren had a good game outside of the finishing. Um, three chances created, 8 out of 11 duels won. Um, 90% pass accuracy. He was pretty good. He was active, but you know, at, at the end of the day, he missed two big chances on, on a total of five shots. <clears throat> so like, you know, usually it's, we expect him to score one and play kind of bad, but instead he played pretty good and missed all of his chances. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, credit to Urjan again, right? Like that freaking guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, any other performances? How was Montero? Montero, obviously, he got the own goal. Um, it was an okay game. He he won, like, four out of nine duels, which isn't great. Um, but to be honest, not, no one on the back line really had a great game. Um, Rosier, I think this is the first time he really struggled to defend a player. Joseph had probably his worst statistical game. He lost 11 out of 14 duels. Mm. Usually he wins like 90%. This time he lost almost like 80% of his duels. And he was just... Both of them were getting chopped up by Nowak. I am it. Yeah, you know. Damn. What? <laughs> That's a bummer. Um, Rosie almost got an assist here and there. So I think going forward he's still pretty good. But, um, you know, clearly someone showed that they were one of the best players in the league against us today, unfortunately. Or yesterday or two days ago. But, um... Yeah, it'd be nice if we had a Nwakayeme, huh? Yeah. <laughs> but we don't. <sighs> um, and, I mean, Gazal actually had a fairly decent game of passing as well, um, especially given that that free kick ended up being his. So I guess we can't complain too much. Yeah, I, don't, I, I think Gazal wasn't quite on his... Like, I think a lot of, there was a couple of times where he cut in to do his typical cross and he messed it up. Um, yeah, or he even hesitated a few times and yeah. pulled back out. So, but that was... When, yeah. when he doesn't have that, he's not as effective. Um, yeah, yeah. And that's why, you know, we didn't have a player like Tere off the bench, which I think would have been a huge use because he has more than just that. He can do the same thing <coughs> or cut in, as we, as we saw, but he's a little bit faster, a little bit um, stronger, a little bit better off the dribble, can shoot. He can actually shoot because guys all can't shoot. Well, and especially um, off the bench, you can get that little yeah. burst of energy. And Onkuru doesn't... As a lone winger, he doesn't have that crossing ability to, you know, just cut in and whip in a good cross. He, he likes to, like, you know, do these quick little interplays. And he had that one shot, but other than that, you know, it didn't, I, didn't really offer any impact. I still, I mean, I still think that there's no, I mean, honestly, I don't think. There's really very little doubt in my mind that... Nkudu and Gazelle kind of need to be playing together to maximize both of their abilities because I think I think Gazelle can play without him but I don't think Nkudu can play without another winger well that's, I mean Gazelle can play without him because actually Laren's ability on the far post is fairly useful but um, 
you know, if he played as a second striker, for example, and the other two wins, I mean, that's asking a lot. But uh, I mean, whatever. Forget Laren just for a moment. I, I genuinely think that the energy that that a defense has to put into making sure that Nkudu can't speed by them, which means waiting a little bit, having someone behind the main guy opposing him, so that if he gets around him, they can still defend. That gives more space for Gazal to be doing something on the other flank, and so. I think when you have someone like Abu, who's so good in the air as well, probably don't even necessarily need Laren. Yeah, uh, I mean, personally to me, I all. thought Hasic was going to, I not thought he was, but I thought it would have been better when Lyich came on to sub them both on so that Onkuru, we could switch it up and have two wingers. But I think one of Onkuru's best games was against Kayseri, and that's when Hasic came in because Onkuru was not 2v1'd every time. And when the team sits back on him, I'm not going to say he's completely useless, but... You know, he easier, doesn't. Yeah. He, all of his tools are involved in you know, breaking at pace, getting a step on the man, um, yeah. neat interplay. But when they're all packed in the box, and we yeah. need either a moment of genius or a good cross, he that's what that's where Gazal is good, and Ankudu's yeah. never offers that. And again, if if Ankudu is going to help, it's going to be because you have someone on the other flank. Taking, yeah. taking attention from the defense and ma making it harder for them to focus on containing Nkudu's speed. So yeah, I mean, all around, I, I think a bad day for Sergen with the subs, which is nothing new, uh, but not enough positives going our way to sort of offset that this time. Uh, I think that's a pretty decent analysis of the match. Uh, besides that, honestly, I don't even think we deserve the L, especially considering the, their own goal, right? Even. Everything considered, it should be 1-1. That was just Garbaggio, <laughs> which I'll keep saying over and over again. I, I, I hate that own goal so much. I really do. Like, it was the uh, such a deflating way to go into the half. Yeah, that was one of the stupidest own goals I think I've seen. Like, <laughs> Just terrible luck. Like, so many my bad time as things had to go against us. In all know? my practices, watching, Seriously. refing, like, that's one of the dumbest I've ever seen. You know, just like, wow. That, that was so undeserved. Like, uh, it, it's just, it's trash. Cause like, so many bad, so there had to be so many moments going against us. So like so much bad luck, you know what I mean? Like uh, for like four things to go, uh, go go against us in that succession so that that goal would be scored like that. It, just a dang shame. We did not deserve this L. Um, and I guess now, I mean quickly, who's your man of the match? Um. <sighs> It's hard, because um, I think Abubakar misses that chance, and he wasn't amazing the whole game. Outside of his goal, Laren was pretty good, but again, he missed his chances. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to give it to Insakala, just because I think he contributed an assist, and he did all of his work. Yeah, um, and, yeah. and he played the full you know, too. Yeah, I played like pretty what, much minus sorry minus ten minutes seventy five minutes ish or plus yeah. stoppage time. It's so about eighty yeah. minutes he played. Um, so I'll give it to Insakala. Probably I think that's the only time he'll get it this season. But I think we um, may I don't have think... given him one before actually. Maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm with you on that. I don't. I mean, I have to pick someone else just for posterity here. So I'll go. <sighs> <laughs> I don't even know, man. One, yeah. <laughs> I really don't even know. Uh, I really don't. I really don't know. I, I mean, I like I, I mentioned Mensah was pretty good in that first half, and we were yeah, in a half that we were good. solid. 
And I thought Erson and Mensa were both pretty good. Erson conceded goals that were just kind of like, what the hell, yeah, he made his one big save. And I thought Mensa offered more going forward than he often did in games where I was annoyed with him. Um, yeah, yeah. He had a solid, but, you know, like... His, it's not really man of the match, good. you know. No, I mean, it's, it's more just like he didn't do anything wrong. Everybody else did something <laughs> kind of actively wrong. Uh, but so, yeah, let's leave it at that. Uh, it's sort of inconclusive, but there you have it. Um, let's talk standings, because this week we have some news, unfortunately. So going into that match, we had bad news vis-a-vis Fenner winning. Yeah, Fenner got a lost on XG to Riza. Um, they like also crap. had... Yeah, they played like garbage. Riza scored a goal that was dubiously ruled out. Um, they scored off a free kick that hit the post and then hit the goalie in the back and went in. Um, you know, got their lucky win. Um, so they moved ahead of us by a point yeah. um, after the Riza game. And Gala also won with dubious circumstances a little bit. Um, I think their coach got extra mad. And uh, they also beat Gala on XG, but... Um, but yeah, so they beat more, Gazi they were more right? clinical, and Muslera stood on his head, so yeah, they beat Antep 2-1. So both of them moved ahead of us because we lost. They got Onyakuru to sort of save them so far. This year. Um, yeah. Well, and so then, no, yeah, they didn't pass us then. But then what's happened uh, yes. here is that they've already played their match day 22 um, matches, right? Yeah, we're so still on 21. So yeah, you want to talk about what happened today for Fener? Yeah, so both Fener and Gala played again today. Well, we played tomorrow, so um, Fener got if we thought we got they got lucky last time. They they really dialed it up this time against Hatai. Um, they managed to score off like a rebound where Chiam was actually looking at the ball. Like he did a diving header, the goalie saved, and as he was sliding, the ball hit him again in the head and went in. Um, and then Hatai absolutely dominates like the rest of the 90 minutes. Hatai actually had 64% possession against Fenerbahce. I mean, they must have missed like four one-on-ones. The shot cleared off the Pupenza, line. Pupenza, had the such post. a fantastic year. Just poop. Yeah, Pupenza was, was Pupenza. Someone said it in the chat. <laughs> missing chances left and the right. Um, and then Fener goes forward once in the second half. And there's like an own goal. Um, and then Pupenza ends up scoring a nice goal. But, you know, yeah. Fenner wins off two accidental goals. So now they're still in first place. And Gala beats Bashak 3-0. Bashak missed a penalty, unsurprisingly. So Gala moves ahead of us by a point. Fenner is ahead of us by four points. And we have an extra game to play. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, so being four points down on Fenner, I think last time we both, like two weeks ago, we were, we were in first place. What happened? Um. But so obviously the big news is that tomorrow we are playing Antalya Sport. That's an 11 a.m. match. We're back to normal time. Uh, on the road, however, although Antalya Sport has probably got better weather than Istanbul this time of year anyhow, so who knows. Uh, without fans, it's probably a nice little excursion. That said, I mean, it's probably worth noting that Antalya Sport is coming into this match on really good form. Uh, you, do you want to say a word about that, everyone? Yeah, I mean, they played, um, let me count this, four, seven games in January, uh, including one cup game, and they haven't lost. Mm-hmm. Um, however, they drew, yeah, they so they they've lo- drawn Galatas today. Uh, they've beaten Guztepe, 
beaten Bursa, but you know they're a league down. Uh, they've drawn Trabzon, drawn Konya, so that's good for us maybe. In uh, all of their wins, they've won by a goal. They've squeaked them out, so I don't think we yeah. have to like. And this was play that run afraid. came right after they lost to Hatay 6-0. Interestingly well, enough. Oh, yeah, no, it was six. six. Yeah. So I mean, they haven't been actually playing very well, but they've been, uh, they've been more defensive, results. and you know, I think they they decided, you know, Ersun was like, okay, instead of attacking and getting cooked, we're gonna defend and try to counter. I mean, you um, can kind of say it's the same thing so that for. It was the same for Trabzon, though, in a way, right? The yeah. under Avci. And you could say Fenerbahce too, because they play that that way also. But they haven't even deserved their wins, man. <laughs> it's just garbage. Yeah, so I expect ah, I'm so us mad to see Antalya with 30% possession. Um, maybe even less, you never know. Um, they have a couple good players. Nuri Shaheen's in midfield. Um, they have my boy Gekt and his Bayraktar in the wing. Um, Is he your boy? What? I didn't know that. Yeah. Nice, okay. I pushed for Freddy. I remember Freddy was crazy annoying against us. Do we have to, we, we have some things to watch out for. Uh, Rude Bofin played really well in our last match, I recall. Oh uh, yeah, we gotta beat these guys though. There's no question about it. Uh, just to be within range of Fenner. Yeah, which is if we so win, annoying. then we'll be within one point of Fenner. So you know, no worries. Was the Derby is next Gala Fenner game? So someone's got to drop points. Great. <laughs> uh, that's right. Um, no, I mean I'm, I'm honestly, obviously, more afraid of Fenner just given all the hubbub about all these crazy moves they've made. Um, real quick, we'll just mention, right, that they got Kaveji, they've gotten yeah, they Mesut Ozil. more money on it, Irfan John, who knows where they got it. So I think they spent about 10 million in transfers fees for Shalai and Irfan John, and then spent um, reportedly very little on Ozil somehow, but you know, we know how much they spent in reality. So they, they probably spent upwards of 20 something million this winter so illegal it's so corrupt it's just garbage and, uh, more garbage garbage is the theme word today uh, but so we do have some news as far as transfers coming our way huh that's yeah. i didn't mention anything we've talked about bilal Ceylan, uh briefly that's official but some other news we paid 380k for bilal Ceylan. so so what's big the big news everyone uh yeah we we finally got our backup striker wasn't hulk um, Hulk signed for Atletico Mineiro in Brazil, so we ended up loaning in Jank Tosun for the rest of the season. There it is. Jank. So I believe he's quarantining, so he will not be in the Antalya game. Um, but Bilal should be available for selection, but I doubt you know he'll play. And let's talk a little, a little shady this here. So he, he has to quarantine Jank, supposedly because he's coming from England, and yet someone who played for Fenner today did not have to quarantine? Yeah, I'm not sure what's up with... Yeah, they signed an English winger, Osai Samuel, and unless he maybe he had some like he self quarantined in England, I don't know what this. But yeah, some, for some reason he didn't have to quarantine, but both Ozil and Jankelson had to quarantine. So we'll see what's up with that. Um, but. I think it's trash. <laughs> As always, again, the, the the special word of the day is garbage. This is all garbage. Um, we also yeah, have uh, departs, departing players that we could mention. There you go. Yeah, so um, uh, all on deadline day, actually. Lenz, Boyd, um, Guven were loaned out. 
to uh so Sivas got Boyd, Karugumruk got Lens, and then Guven went to Serie B in Italy with Lecce. Uh, we terminated EC Montemiro. Yeah. And then Dougie Doug said, I'm not leaving. <laughs> like Wolf of Wall Street. Um, <laughs> Doug, Dougie Fresh is insistent on staying with Vegeta. It's kind of weird to me. I don't get it. I, I don't know why he wouldn't want to play, but maybe that injury... You know, maybe there's no coming back from it, and he knows it, and so this is his last paycheck. Whatever it is, it's unfortunate. Uh, we're paying two-thirds of Jaramain Lenz's salary, and he's going to be playing for Fadikata Gondrick, as you mentioned. Um, I don't know. We we bought out Isimat Milan. I, I suppose that he's going to join Kansas City here in the, uh, the U.S. We'll see about that. Um, the one I really didn't get was Tyler Boyd going to Sivas because, like, the whole year we lined it up supposedly for him to come back and, <laughs> and then even freed up. It seems like we've got the spots, you know, yeah, the foreign Yeah, I mean, all the rumors said Hasic will go out on loan, Boyd will stay. Um, as far as I know, Sivas is paying his salary and some money, so I guess they wanted him. Oh, there you go. Um, that makes more sense. Because I was going to say, like, yeah. we have enough slots to keep Hostage and Boyd, theoretically, now with the whole Yeah, but Sergei refuses to play Hostage, so, um, you know. So, yeah, even, even that decision is a bit weird, although this suggests maybe you're, you're uh, being too hard on him. Maybe he does see something in the kid. Maybe he'll actually play. I mean, he just didn't give him a single chance after he scored two goals, though. So. Yeah, back to back. No, <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. I'm not gonna lie, I don't get it. The man makes some weird choices in that regard. But like, oh, you score a ninth goal, never play again. <laughs> yeah, you should you should see the bench for a few weeks. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I don't know what to make of it. I really don't. But obviously, the great news is that we're gonna have Jank Tosun to as a bit of insurance, goal scoring wise. Um, you know, uh, a young right back is, is certainly welcome, especially since we only really need a sub. Uh, with Rosier Especially when uh, he doesn't want to sub out Laren because he doesn't want to put another winger on. Um, we have Jank now, so he doesn't have to make that decision. Yeah, he, he can fingers, still so. do that, exactly. Yeah. Um, no, it'll be interesting to see uh, how he balances that if Laren loses playing time. That's the logical, I think, extension there, but we'll see. Um, obviously, if Laren keeps scoring goals and whatnot, it's going to be harder. He has slowed down, should be noted. Um, but obviously, if he starts going again, then it will complicate things, and it'll be a welcome problem. I think we can all agree. We, any goals are welcome. Um, so yeah, you have any parting words for these folks, Evron? Um, you know, big game tomorrow. Um, uh, also, I want to mention we we've said this is going to be you know one of my main messages. Mr. Tony Nawakayama came from the Israeli league for 1.1 million euros. Um, previously played in the Romanian first and second league. Um, so I don't want to hear any of this big name transfers are more important. Um, because I've seen we played a lot against a lot of big names and none of them have done anything close to what Mr. Nawakayama did to our players. So yeah, the old, that's. Uh, so, I think we've won that war, though. The yeah, battles and the war, if you will. He's a good player. The league doesn't matter. Um, and that's. So we should be. We should I, have Hamza Berry. Is what whatever <laughs> I'm saying is that we should have Hamza Berry right now. No, I'm kidding. Um, another note here is that we may not hear from Evron for a minute. Maybe you'll give us some stat flashes. Maybe yeah. Um, that sounds. Yeah, we can maybe do that. Right. right. Uh, but so Evron's headed across seas um 
he might be playing in Turkey uh, for a professional side. Cross your fingers for the for the young lad. Um, good luck, man. Uh, but so, folks, you're, you're going to be stuck with me for a little while. I'll see about guest hosts or anything like that. But um, safe travels, young man. <laughs> Get old man Khan on the podcast. Yeah, we'll see how he. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing over there at Fudi Ala Turka. Uh, they've sort of slowed down, it seems like, but I don't know. Um, one nice thing about going solo is I, I'm very flexible time wise. I can just record like two right after matches, even. Yeah, 2 a.m. That's my style. Um, but yeah, anyhow, obviously, follow us on Facebook. Uh, Facebook, what am I talking about? Follow us on Twitter, Instagram. I don't, we're not even on Facebook. Um, <laughs> Find all the info underneath the episode. Donate to our boys down in Accra, uh, in Ghana. Uh, stay tuned. Obviously, we'll be back post-match against Antalya, or I certainly will. Maybe a little stat flash from our boy here. Um, and, of course, go Besiktas! Peace out, everyone. Oh. And don't, give, don't, don't, don't be too sad about those, that loss. We can still win this thing. Don't give up. Don't you give up on me! Uh. Alright, we did it, everyone. Yeah, you probably did that last time. That's probably the ball. Ship it in with Besiktas International hopes you enjoyed this program.